So welcome back to Reality Check Chat. I'm Barbara Scott, and we are sponsored by the Independent Democratic Women of Susquehanna County, rural Susquehanna County and rural northeastern Pennsylvania. And with me are my fellow podsters. Judy Herschel's here. And Liz Kearney. Good to see you guys. Nice to see you. Me too. We just wanted to start off, we agreed, we'd start off with a quote from our ex-president, former president, quote, Massey fraud. And by Massey fraud, he's talking about all the fraud that made him lose the election to President Biden. You know, the two, two pieces of fraud we've found in the country or whatever. Massey fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulation and articles, even those found in the Constitution. He wrote that on his social network, True Social, on Saturday. And so the question that Democrats, many, many Democrats have is, how can we elect, re-elect in this case, a presidential, a president who has to swear to support the Constitution of the United States, but yet he thinks some of it should be terminated? (laughs) We don't know which parts should be terminated, but some of it should be terminated. I'm really baffled by the fact that more Republicans are not coming out against this. Now, this is this is no surprise. Throughout 2021, after he lost, if you guys recall, many times he would mention things like, okay, they're going to reinstate me as of this date, or I'm talking to my advisors and they're going to, to make me president again. You know, he's been working up to this. And what, what he's doing right now, they're calling it a insurrection by social media. But the outcry, and, and I know some Republicans are, are stepping up and not enough. Why is it anybody saying, because he keeps on mentioning massive fraud, massive fraud, where is the evidence? The evidence is not there. The fact that people are going along with this and that he's still the front runner to win the nomination for presidency for the Republicans. He's still the front runner. Is that why they're saying it? Because elections are so important. This is so wrong. It's frustrating. If you watch the January 6th hearings, the Republican uh, witnesses that they had all said that they had asked for evidence of the fraud (laughs) that they were being told was perpetrated on the election and they never got anything close to evidence. And these are Republicans, but there's just so few of them. And then they're railroaded out until the people that believe that there's fraud or pretend they believe so that they can get reelected, that there's fraud are in place. There isn't any evidence to show. And so they just make excuses for not having any evidence. And Liz, you wanted to pipe in here before. I'm well, I was just thinking about, um, you know, the president's supposed to uphold the Constitution. He's already proven he can't. Look at January 6th. Exactly. He tried to interfere with a tr- peaceful transfer of power. And who knows between now and 2024, he may be indicted, convicted, perhaps even, knock wood. He may not be eligible to run for president in 2022 years, mm-hmm. knock wood. Right. And he yeah. may not be the chosen candidate of the Republicans. Right. But it's but, unlikely, though, that he wouldn't be, I would think. And yeah. the polls are showing that, too. But a lot of political experts are really saying that he's setting a foundation for a coup. And some may say that that's so far-fetched, but, but I'm not so sure. For those of us that pay very close attention, of course he is setting a foundation for a coup. If he wins again, I, I don't know what we'll do. Well, yeah, coup, coup. All <laughs> that evidence is right you in front of You mean if he wins through fraud? If he wins through fraud, yes, yes. Scary okay. times. Why aren't they worried about that? I don't understand why they're not worried about that. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he says things like this. It's like he's a lunatic. It's like he's he's not even mm. eligible to be any elected official whatsoever. He should just be in Mar-a-Lago and do whatever he does. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, my thought is that if he actually manages to get the nomination and to actually somehow win, that I would leave the country. If this is the last straw for me, I would leave. Seriously. Yeah. No, I'm sad you. to say I that. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. You know. There's but a lot it's, of people it's, that I think feel it's that unthinkable. Way. It's still unthinkable, though. It's, it's just unthinkable. I, I can't even think about it. <laughs> it's, it's just so sad that we have to worry about this uh -huh. for since since 26, well, 2015, really. But 2016, mm -hmm. how many years is it going to be? It's going to be eight years mm -hmm. and just worrying, just worrying about the leadership in our country. Mm -hmm. Not because of Biden. I'm not worried mm -hmm. about Biden. But I'm worried about, I'm not even worried about Biden if he runs again. I mean, yeah, he's old, but, you know, hey, mm -hmm. uh, he beat Trump in, in 2020. So, but right. just just the fact that there's so mm -hmm. many of these lunatics that are okay with this man, are okay with this man. Mm -hmm. That is shocking. The only yeah. thing that I can think of that would ever, you know, allow people to think that way. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that for many, many years, the demonizing of Democrats and the hatred that 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 the Republican Party feels about the Democratic Party to them makes it worth it to do what they have to do to get power back. And though that doesn't make sense to us, I think either these people are brainwashed, which is probably the case, but that's what the Republican wants wants to happen, Republican Party wants to happen. They want people to believe a certain thing so that they can get away with this. They'll go to every single measure to do that. Like the crime issue yes. that, they, that they used, you know, in this 2022 election that we had a few weeks ago. It isn't, wasn't the issue that they made it. And they, they're not going to try to do anything about it anyway, even if it was, even if it was an issue, it isn't the big issue that they, that they made it. They just, crime is always scary. Toomey won in 2016. I'm convinced that Toomey won in 2016 against McGinty because he said he was going to fix the, there wouldn't be any more Muslim attacks. He used that as a scare tactic that he was the only one that could make sure ISIS didn't attack our country. The scare tactic. See, he had no plan. I'm sure he had no plan. All he wanted was the Toomey. All he wanted was the tax cuts for the wealthy. As soon as he got that through, then he sat back and said, I'm retiring. He got that through. So that was good. That was it. That was enough for him. It's just amazing. And I just was telling you, you guys, we were talking about how the Republican chair of the Pennsylvania uh, state, Republican chair is talking about to his constituents, we should get on board with the mail-in ballots instead of attacking them. Look, the Democrats won in 2020 and 2022, and they use mail-in ballots. That's what the future. That's what that's the law. Let's use it. Let's tell our people to vote with the mail-in ballots. Mm. All of a sudden, it's not an election integrity issue. <laughs> Let's use that. Because right. guess what? It, it allows easier access for voting. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. But we live in a highly Republican area. I have run elections as a county commissioner. It runs very 
well. We have had no problems with mail-in ballots. My Republican colleagues have met with Democratic constituents, gone to our Democratic committee meetings, expressed the fact that there are no problems with the mail-in ballots. It is not, we've not discovered any type of fraud. Neither have my colleagues. I have sat in a room with hundreds of county commissioners that represent the entire state of Pennsylvania. And when asked by someone who was trying to get rid of Act 77, who in here had any incidences of mail-in fraud? Not a one in the entire state of Pennsylvania raised their hand. Judy, did the commissioners, including you, go to the Republicans? You say you visited, they visited the Democrats to say mail-in ballots are, it's been fine. We are like, did they also do that with, go to Republican meetings? You know what, Barb, I'm not sure if they attended Republican meetings, but I know that those statements were made publicly, not just in closed door meetings. So I know that it was no secret that they made, but I'm not quite sure that they did a sit down like they did with us to the Republicans. That I am not sure of. Statements were made to newspapers several times after after many elections that it ran smoothly. We had no issues. Quotes were given by my Republican colleagues. They've made it no secret at all. Mm -hmm. Um, But the national and the the state Republican parties, unfortunately, have been using it as a ploy. And and there's nothing really to go on. And it's frustrating that people believe this because they're, they're believing what they hear. It's a little up in the air of whether Pennsylvania can certify their election or not because of this kind of obscure law that says if you get three people on the township level saying, I think that the machines didn't count right or there was fraud or they changed the the vote from Democrat to Republican, they don't have to have any evidence. They don't have to have any evidence to say we need a recount. And 147 of these complaints that were use this law from this organization. It's an out-of-state organization, of course, that's trying to muck up the elections. And all it does is drag things out. I mean, it doesn't change anything. So I don't I don't know what the point is, except to be obnoxious. The, that's the point. Yeah. But <laughs> it casts doubt because if there's doubt and it's relevant in the news, people are paying attention. They don't have enough time to do their own homework. And I hate to be like that, but a lot of people are very lazy and they they believe everything that they say and the Republican Party knows it. And they know as long as it's in the news, people think, well, something must be going on because it's on the news again. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that gets back to what, Liz, we were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. the disinformation about Democrats and how bad they are. Mm -hmm. And they're bad because they're winning elections. Right. And like you mentioned about the, like the, earlier the crime yeah. issue you mentioned, of course, there's, you know, the, the mass shootings and all that, of course, way too often. But I've had um, in my past two different police officers from two entirely different jurisdictions say nearly the exact same words, that stranger on stranger crime is incredibly rare. Most of us are not going to experience, I mean, of course, there's exceptions. This is in the news. And kids get kidnapped and horrible things happen. But most of us are not in a position to be have crime inflicted on us. And like he said, what most people are mo- most likely to experience Like if you live on a street and your car doors are unlocked at night, teenagers go through looking for loose change and tools and stuff they can sell. That's the level of crime that most people are likely to experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe a stolen bicycle if your bike's not locked up. Locked up. Mm-hmm. But to have like this, this terrible like crime crime mania basically to terrorize us 
it, again, it, it's not true. Right. You know, it, it, and speaking of immigration, they try to blame immigrants for bringing crime to the United States. And statistics show that the first generation immigrants have very, very low crime rates, less than like native born Americans. So the crime is not coming from this, immigrants are just people trying to, they're fleeing oppression, they're fleeing terror, and they're looking to come to America and work hard. That's, you know, that's the typical immigrant, you know, right? Mm-hmm. And, but so all these things that demonize Democrats and then trying to ter- trying to scare people, very concerted, thought out tactic, which is, you know, cheesy too. What was that, qu- what was that quote that you said about Democrats disagreeing? Oh, yeah. This is an article, this is in the New Yorker about, about the right wing crazy people trying to take over school boards, complaining about very, very moderate um, curriculum. Right. And they said, they said, quote, instead of putting forth a platform, the Republican Party has tried to maintain power by demonizing its opponents and critics as sinister and un-American. Mm-hmm. They, they use the word Democrat for Democrat. I mean, we're just neighbors to everybody. We're, we're just people. We all want the same things. So, but we're not like we don't hate. We shouldn't hate each other. We disagree. <laughs> There's a difference, right? Absolutely. There is a difference. And not only that, but it makes me kind of hesitant. I'm not hesitant to say I'm a Democrat, as everybody knows, I've been out there. But it's too bad that we have to even think about it, that we have to. Uh I mean, we lost a a wonderful Democrat uh, recently. And in her obituary, they said she was an active, among other things, she's very active in many, many things. But she was inactive in the Democratic Party. And that to me was so important that they put that in this small town Montrose, and they put that in her obituary. Because even though you're not embarrassed or scared to say you're a Democrat, you know, you may be hesitant in some areas, depending on where you are. And I think all of us are, we're, we're smart. We know when to, to be active and when to speak. But there are a lot of Democrats that are fearful. That, that exactly. won't that that won't and and I have to say and though I have no statistics just from our experience I would say you know a majority of Democrats kind of keep that on the down low in our area they do yeah, and, yeah. and everything that you have mentioned Liz I have heard I have heard on I know basis I know baby killers I've been in situations where where people that don't know me come up and just start hounding me and screaming at me and yelling at me and it's not just one time here one time there it's happened several times under my under my first term and it's Mm -hmm. these years of brainwashing from the Republican Party you know this this painting this picture of of something that we're not and, and, who, and how do we unravel that? Is that the Democratic Party? Do we hold them accountable? Because it's going to take a really long time, but it's very prevalent. And I think they use that across the country. I think they take advantage of areas like ours that don't always have access to, to unbiased news. Yeah, they use social media. So they have their ways of doing that. And, and I have to admit, they're very good at it. They're yeah. very, 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 very good mm-hmm. at it. One thing okay. is that we can, uh, Ed Zygmunt sent that letter to, that was written to the editor about that was a a Democrat I didn't know in Wyoming County I guess who well I'm assuming a Democrat I shouldn't say that but I'm assuming a, a Democrat saying that Lisa Baker the Republican state senator that represents us talking about all the uh, money from the infrastructure bill that none of the Republicans voted for and not the infrastructure bill the the most recent one no it might have been the American was- Re- Rescue Plan. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And all the money that they were getting for that. And this person who wrote the letter was saying none of the Republicans voted for this. And yet they're, they're you know, they're taking credit for how wonderful it is. And Newt Gingrich, did you read that? He said 
uh, this was amazing. He said, Biden has had one of the best, if not the best, first two years of a presidency that he's ever seen. Look at all the legislation that he got passed when he had, what was the majority in, in the House? Like four people. And you, we know that the Senate was split 50-50 with Kamala Harris being the tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. And But he got all this legislation through without any help from the Republicans. I guess the infrastructure bill had some Republican support, but the Inflation Reduction Act and the American Rescue Plan. And they go through all the things that these bills gave to Americans. And you were talking, Liz, about the reputation of Democrats as just wanting free stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. And as if some, you know, a family, a family doesn't want enough food to eat. Yeah. <laughs> they, they need free stuff or they don't have enough toothpaste. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They need to clean their teeth because that makes them healthier for their, their life. Right. And CHIP, the child um, health, what is it stand for? Child health something. The health insurance for children. Right. It helps a lot of people. That, that's got a very high, um, it's not just very, very poor. That's for every almost entire middle class. Yeah. Kids, uh, uh, you know, kids qualify for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these are things that are important. And those are the kinds of things that mm -hmm. we should, as Democrats, make sure people know mm -hmm. those are democratic issues. Those are democratic laws. Those are things that Democrats, they don't always agree with each other, but they, you know, they want certain things. But those things help everybody, not just Democrats. Exactly. Exactly. And, it's, and, it, and it behooves us all to have healthy, educated, literate constituency of Americans. Human beings should have all those things. Exactly. That's not, that's not red or blue. Yeah. No. When healthcare is so unattainable because it's so expensive, when education is so unattainable it's it, it, because it's so expensive and the average working family cannot afford it, that is a problem. Yeah. And that's all we're saying is the average person cannot afford these things. Mm -hmm. How can we make it so that we can, so that everybody has what they need? Because right now we can't afford it. And we're not and even talking about climate change or these issues that are existential mm -hmm. threats to our planet. Right. <laughs> there are so many issues that we shouldn't be fighting about. Poor people are lazy though, Barb. Didn't you oh, hear yeah. that? Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> and to go back, Barb, real quick to you, think about Lisa Baker and the Republicans showing up I think for every Republican who shows up at a ribbon cutting for like a new public building, we need to have signs, call them out on it. You do not get to vote against this stuff and then show up at a ribbon cutting and take credit for it and shake hands. That just really, really chaps my butt. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because no Republicans in our area supported the infrastructure bill. And let me tell you, that money through grants is coming through right now. There are grants mm -hmm. for for townships and municipalities to mm -hmm. their septic and their water um, lines completely mm -hmm. replaced. There's going to be money to be able to, to devote towards green energy, even natural gas, you know, mm -hmm. which is very popular in our area amongst, amongst Republicans. There's quite a bit that's going to be focused on that. So there are all these amazing things that are, that are on the horizon. And you can hear the chatter that the Republicans are all excited about it, promoting uh -huh. it. And, so hypocritical. I bet no one's saying those. No, no, none of them are saying no. Thank you. We voted against it. No thanks. Right. <laughs> no, right. no one's saying let's, that. Let's make sure you guys get the money. Is what they're saying. Yeah. Well, when yeah. I said there was bipartisan support, Judy, you're right. I want to emphasize that that there weren't. Toomey didn't vote for it, and neither did Keller or any representatives around here. 
And so actually, they fought. fought against it. It wasn't yeah. even, I'm just going to sit by and not say anything. They were 100% against it and mm -hmm. did what they could to stop it. So, a bunch of damn hypocrites. Yeah. That's for, that's for sure. You know, it's not fair to say all we want is free stuff. You know, when all you can make is 11 bucks an hour because all the wages are stagnated and all the money's rising upward. Instead of people need free stuff if they can't afford anything. <laughs> I mean, not that we want free stuff. We want a chance to make have a good paying job yeah you know and people want to work nobody wants to sit around on their butt people want work dignified not, not even dignified they don't want work yeah i've never seen anybody who doesn't want to work pay, the pays the, yeah what they don't want is to have to to work two jobs but exactly democrats aren't only about the social safety net they're mm -hmm. also about just think of our foreign policy right now which is a nightmare with ukraine and i mean there's so many horrible issues just think about that in the hands of a reelected Republican, oh, no. Republican, even if it's not Trump, a re mm -hmm. a, an elected Republican to the presidency that that or or the House or whatever they're getting charged. Just think about what 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 would that mean to the world? The world looks to us. I don't know why they shouldn't, mm -hmm. in my view, but they do. So we need to then we should be showing leadership. If we are looked to for leadership, we should show leadership. We mm -hmm. should be leaders. And of course, we're so far from that. It's, it's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Barb, you bring up an interesting point because a lot of these issues aren't going to go away over the next year or two. Um, Ukraine and Russia will probably continue for a while. There's things going on, obviously, in China. There's a lot of really very serious situations going on all around the world that are escalating. Can you imagine if a Republican wins? in the next election, how that will be handled. And that's, that is a scary thought. It is. A thought I haven't given a whole lot of thought to, but now that you bring that up, yes, that is a very, very scary thought. Yeah, you're scaring me with the thoughts of Ron DeSantis and he's in a position of power. That's terrifying. <laughs> that was in the back of my head when I said yeah. that. I thought, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yikes. So the court is going to hear, the Supreme Court, our non-biased, non-political, non-activist Supreme Court. I wonder what? if they're going to terminate some of the Constitution. But <laughs> they're set to hear arguments Wednesday in the case from North Carolina that could be very, very sad for our elections if it goes the the way of the the Republicans from North Carolina who brought the case because their big gerrymander was overturned by their Democratic Supreme Court. And the court, and I say this much, it was much like Pennsylvania, the court's map for redistricting gave an even number of seats probably for Democrats and probably for Republicans. So it's pretty evenly split. And the same thing happened in Pennsylvania, pretty evenly split, evenly split when we were an even number, but now we're 17 instead of 18. So it's pretty evenly split, but uh, I think the Democrats got one more seat, right? Yeah. And so they're saying that the legislatures of states should not have to have the courts of the states overturn any election decisions that the legislature makes. So this could really impact our Congress and our presidency. According to the to this piece I was reading, this is the most important case on American democracy and for American democracy in the nation's history, said former federal judge Michael Luddig. And if you remember he how he was, he's a very conservative, a, cons a prominent conservative who has joined the legal team defending the North Carolina court decision. So against the Republicans that are bringing it in. 
and he's a very conservative. And if you remember him from the January 6th, he said that this case was coming up and he was very disturbed that it might, you know, really drastically affect our system of elections because the constitution says the times, the legislatures will set the times, the means and the place. So according to the Republicans in North Carolina, that's open to interpretation. And that means, you know, they can basically determine elections. I mean, you know, it's scary. It's a, it's a scary case that could really disrupt our democracy. So we'll look for the, but we'll have to wait, I guess, until June or whatever. Mm. Do you think it's scary that the Supreme Court agreed to hear the case? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Because if you look at it, you know, they're getting rid of our systems of checks and balances. So there's talk of getting rid of the Constitution out. This is scary shit. I know we've said that a couple of times. But once again, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. How can this be happening? It's like the country is unraveling in many ways. Yes, that motivates me to want to fight harder. But I'm with Liz that if, oh, my God, if we get to that point and Trump wins in 2024... Well, look at it this way. Maybe we're on our roll with our wins in in Mm -hmm. November. It wasn't as great as we wanted, but it was good. I mean, it was for for a midterm, it was pretty good. And if things keep going that way, maybe we can get some momentum in this country and get back to a little bit of normalcy in our politics. I think what we can't change, though, is the Supreme Court. And there's there's some scary things like you had mentioned going on with the Supreme Court and the case involving the LGBTQ community that's going through the Supreme Court right now is another perfect example. And um, Katanji Brown had had said, I believe this evening, I was watching the news before we got on, and there may be some answers by the time this is aired, but she said religion is once again being used to justify discrimination. And I I think she hit it right on the nail. You know, Mm -hmm. this freedom of religion that they're crying is bullshit. You know, I've said this before, I'm a proud Christian. I go to church every Sunday. I really haven't missed in years. That's a big part of who I am. But your but your right to practice your religion is is your right. I have the right to act and marry who I want. I don't have the right to tell somebody else. And that's discrimination. And they have a very hard time understanding that. But it looks like the Supreme Court is probably going to go through with this. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about people's personal rights of who they can marry, that's a very dangerous thing. So I'm with you, Barb. There are there are lights at the end of the tunnel, but there are some very serious issues with our Supreme Court. And I don't know how that's going to be fixed because this is a Supreme Court that we're going to be stuck with for a while. Yeah. Well that they can't this this case isn't have really have anything to do with who you can marry, but rather whose website or or wedding cake. Exactly. Can, can you know? And I say, I don't want to serve you. I don't want to serve you. I don't want to serve you. You're fat. I don't want to serve you. You know, you're black. I don't want to serve you because it's against my religion. I mean, you know, people could say that. Exactly. They can. They can. Problem is, is when Roe v. was Roe v. Wade was overturned, they made it no secret that that's what they was they were going to go after next. And and as you know, right now in the House, they're working on a bill that would force them to recognize gay marriage if God forbid it was overturned. Um, what was ruled in 2015. So that is on the horizon. But all of what's happening is kind of building that case. I think going in that direction. Um, it starts with well, minimizing all, yeah. marriage and. There's been a lot of quotes about it's not traditional marriage and and traditional marriage is the real marriage. You hear that a lot. You hear that a lot of news right now. So they're they're minimizing that gay marriage is not real marriage and 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 it's a slippery slope. And with the with the the Supreme Court already setting their eyes on that, 
you know, I'm fearful that's on the horizon. And so is so many other people. Yeah. They say they don't legislate from the bench, but um, so so the law, right. I think the law is going to be passed that passed the Senate and it it passed the house in the summer, passed the Senate. I think we might've talked about this before, did we? So it's back at the house and then, then Mm -hmm. it's going to go to Biden because I'm pretty sure they're going to actually get a bill that codifies, unfortunately, not abortion nationally, but marriages of all different marriages, the right to marry whoever you whoever you want. I think we've tried to lift the spirits of Democrats. <laughs> I laugh because you're talking about leaving the country, but... <laughs> I know we're kind of the bearer of bad news <laughs> on this episode of the last. Judy, you wanted to say something about Elon Musk. Oh God, he's such an asshole. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, you know, I keep saying Twilight Zone, Twilight Zone. Like I just shake my head. What is up with people? So another hypocrite, you know. And and I just want to call him out on his, the games that he's playing. So there was a there was an article. It was an opinion piece through MSNBC, but others are saying this too. So he was very quick on promoting. Um, you know, his new former Twitter going to let anybody on Trump's coming back on it's freedom of speech, freedom of speech. But what they started to find was he started to shut down the profiles of really left wing people in the in droves lately. And the common theme is, is these people were calling him out and making him look bad. And he really had no reason to get rid of their profiles other than that. So for someone that wants free speech, he obviously wants it on him, his terms. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's kind of scary that a man with so much money and so much power can shape so much of what is being set up out there and really is being caught being very hypocritical himself. It's not a matter of spe- free speech. He's trying to get Twitter to be more of a right wing Republican type of platform. And it's pretty darn obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all that I wanted to mention. Just people be aware of that. If you are on Twitter, I'm no longer on Twitter. I'm not going back on Twitter. Um, I, I, I think he, he will make a further mess of, of Twitter. Um, I don't want to put anybody down that uses that as a forum, but I, I think he's going to use that for his agenda. That goes yeah. beyond free, free speech, which I think is a bunch of bull. Yeah, and the things that he said are so ultra-conservative, I didn't realize, you know, that how conservative he was. It's not going to help the country, his ideas, that's for sure, I don't mm-hmm. think. So anything else before we... I have, I have one up. I have one moment of quick uplift after the, some of the Debbie Downer stuff. You know, as far as um, gay marriage and LBGTQ issues, the upcoming generations are much more liberal on those sorts of social issues. So we get these kids registered to vote. We can fix a lot of stuff. So there's hope in the future. That's yeah, our hope right there. There's yeah. our hope. There's our hope. Okay. What? What? What happened? Liz, what happened? try to show me a headline. What is it? Trump had hidden $19.8 million loan from North Korea-linked company as president. No oh, doubt. Oh. He paid it off months after he took office, but he had it. We can't see the truth. Yeah, yeah. it's, 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 oh, it's like a Polaroid thing. Yeah. Oh, the truth's going to start to come out. Okay. Yeah. 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 But will it be enough for people to wake up to the, to the lies? Of course not. What more is it going to take? <laughs> of course not. Oh, and be careful because they say that it's a perfect storm of flu, COVID, and what's the other thing? The RSV. RSV. Yeah. So There's be careful. There's a lot of people sick right now, by the way. A yeah. lot of people sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know any, so I'm I'm grateful for that. <laughs> I know a lot. Not 
Oh, no. I think I'll stay away from you. <laughs> no, I had, you, with you. I had coffee with you did. yesterday. But I walked into work this morning with, oh my gosh, that person's sick. That person's kid is sick. That person's out. That per Oh, they're sick. They've got the flu. It's everywhere. Well, all right. So once again, we are sponsored by the independent, who are we? The independent Democratic <laughs> Women of Susquehanna County. But we are interested in any kind of sponsors uh, as time comes up because, I don't know, we haven't met and it's my fault. But And also we are Reality Check Chat, if we didn't mention that. And you can access us a lot of places now these days. Uh, you should be able to access us. And of course, let us know, realitychatchat.com or realitychatchat at gmail.com if you want to contact us and become a subscriber. Hey. Uh, we're looking for any subscribers we can get and any comments um, we appreciate. Uh, we have gotten a few comments and good comments, and we really like hearing them. We we don't want your comments if they're negative, and um, that's my feeling. My feeling, too. Totally. All right, so I'll we'll see you soon. We do remember that we have one sponsor, Liz. Who's the sponsor? Come on. The Flat Ugly Shoes. Only Democratic women wear. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, I'm in that category. I don't know about you. Me too. too. Me too. I'm in that category. I don't wear heels, nothing. Right. Right. We're proud Democrats to wear our proud, our proud, ugly shoes. We'll do a, we'll do a blooper reel. That'd be funny. <laughs> Good Lord. We want to thank, I want to thank you both. And I want to thank Carl Hagstrom for our theme music and Amanda Cook for our tech support and web support. That's all the support we get. So you can see that we need some, support. some more support. So think about that when you subscribe. All right. Mm -hmm. Good night, all. Good night. Good night.